What is up, my beautiful DMV residents, and welcome to Dunking on Dragons, the most organic DC basketball podcast. Basketball fans around the world rejoice as the 2022-2023 NBA season is finally upon us. And in rare fashion, Wizards fans get to celebrate as we kicked off the season with a 114-107 win against the Indiana Pacers. I liked a lot of what I saw today, but I also noticed that we definitely have some room to improve. And I'm here to give my opinions so that you don't have to form your own. First off, I'm going to start with some things that I liked from today's game. A win to start the season was greatly appreciated. We came out strong, leading by double digits at the end of the first and essentially maintaining that lead all the way into the fourth quarter. It's debatable whether or not Bradley Beal is worth a Supermax contract, but what isn't up for debate is that the man can put the ball in the basket like few others can. Daniel Gafford played 15 minutes of quality basketball and committed zero, that's right, zero personal fouls. This coming from a man who averaged almost five fouls per 36 last year. Though I expect improvement on that end, I also suspect that Miles Turner not playing today for Indiana had something to do with Gafford not picking up any fouls. Something tells me that Goga Bitadze and Jalen Smith may not be the offensive juggernauts that can make him struggle on defense. Rui Hachimura started off slow today, but was definitely starting to pick it up a little in the fourth quarter. He had a quick three-pointer and a nice midi before being subbed out for Bradley Beal halfway through the fourth. I can't really blame Wes Unsell Jr. here, since Rui did look a little lost out there at times, but I still wonder if this is a sign of Rui not playing in closing lineups, much like last year. Now on to one of the newer additions to this roster, Kristaps Porzingis. KP didn't have the best shooting night, uncharacteristically bricking some threes, middies, and free throws, but I think he had an overall positive impact on the game. He came up big with some nice rebounds, something this team has struggled a lot with in recent years. The length is there, and I'm sure the shooting will be too, but I am concerned with the level of defensive effort Porzingis will put in this year. Defense needs to be a priority for this team for us to even make the playoffs, let alone win a series. Will Barton came up big today with 17 points in 25 minutes. His job was to be a flamethrower scorer off the bench for us, and he fit that role perfectly, with 9 crucial points in the 4th quarter that helped us just barely cling on to the lead. I'm going to talk about DeLon Wright and Monte Morris together, since neither had a spectacular game, yet both filled their roles nicely. Wright and Morris are such significant defensive upgrades compared to what we've had in the past few years, especially when it comes to guards. No longer will we have to deal with the days of playing Ish Smith 25 minutes a game. I liked what I saw from the few minutes that Denny actually played, and I'm going to leave it at that. Here's to hoping he didn't roll his ankle too hard. If you didn't notice, I was saving the best for last. Kyle fucking Kuzma. After a pretty shit showing in the preseason, he had a very nice showing today with a clean 22 points and 13 rebounds. He was straight hustling tonight and crashing the boards with ferocity that we need from him, night in and night out. He played some great defense and just really looked like he was giving it his all out there. Overall, I think what good we can take away from this game is that we're a pretty damn balanced team. We had five players in the double digits today, and everyone looked like they were giving it their all on defense, at least for the first, like, 43 minutes. We shot about 36% from three-point land, which I believe is about league average, and I hope we can stay around there for the rest of the season. KP, Beal, and Kuzma all like operating within the three-point line, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but we need to make sure we don't just ignore the three-ball like we did last year. 
Now I'm just going to briefly talk about what we need to work on. Holy shit. The last few minutes of the game genuinely almost gave me a heart attack. A different Wizards team would have choked that lead fully, and we almost managed to fuck it up. Respectfully speaking, we got sauced by Tyrese Halliburton and a rookie Benedict Matherin. Our defense just completely fell apart at the end of the game, which makes me feel like we definitely have a ways to go when it comes to our chemistry. However, I think it also underlines another problem with how the team is constructed. We're a very balanced team, like I said earlier, which is beneficial for a majority of the game, but when it comes to crunch time, our closing lineup is a little subpar. I don't really have a solution to that problem, other than our closing lineup needs to lock the fuck in when the game is close to ending. The Pacers are barely a real NBA team right now, and the fact that we almost choked away a double-digit lead in the last few minutes of the game should be a wake-up call, not only to the players, but to the coaching staff, that we have significant work to be done. Anyways, I'm done talking about basketball now. I'm going to try to do these little outro segments in every episode where I talk about something a little nerdy for a bit. You guys see the new episodes of Bleach that came out? I really cannot believe that it's been over 10 years since it was last airing. I finished the manga when it ended back in like 2016, and without giving any spoilers, I just want to say Thousand Year Blood War is one of the best arcs in mainstream shonen, especially if Kubo's going to give it more time to breathe in the anime adaptation. The only problem it really had was that the ending had to be a little rushed because of Jump, but if they take it slower in the anime... I have absolutely zero doubt that it will go down as a classic arc. Let me know if you guys liked the episode, and if you made it to the end, I love you more than you will ever know. This is your host, Zane Zarger, signing off. Until the next episode of Dunking on Dragons.